Welcome to the Intelligent Equity Podcast. The mission of this podcast is simple, to help consumers understand residential mortgage lending and the concept behind building equity and living the American dream. Now, here's your host, Ryan Kiefer. Hey there, everybody. Ryan Kiefer here. Welcome to another edition of Intelligent Equity, the podcast where we talk about all things financial with a bit of a focus on mortgage and real estate. Today, I have a very special guest here with me, a good friend of mine and business partner as well, Mr. Ken Martin from Priority National Title Services. Or did I say that right? What's the? You're perfect. Is that perfect? All right. Yeah. All right. All right. This could be a mouthful, but uh, thanks for being here. I've been trying to get you on for a while. Yep. Finally got you nailed down. Uh, you're in town here. So uh, let's do this thing. Why don't you um, tell us a little bit about yourself and the, and the company? First of all. I have to say, you're a fantastic interviewer. Oh, I spent a ton of time watching here we, here you. Here we go. And, no, hey, butter him up a little bit. <laughs> here we go. go. Ho- yeah. Hopefully, he lobs me a few uh, uh, easy softballs here with questions. But uh, you do, uh, you do a very I nice job. Appreciate man. that. Yeah. Well, good we job. have fun with it. We're very yeah. laid back, and you know, try to put out some good content for yep. our, for our viewers and listeners. So you do a good job. You know, you ask about us as a company. For us, we started in 2000, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I didn't come personally from from uh, the real estate world, and I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I spoke with a realtor group last week, and, and one of the things I asked them right off the bat, I said, "How many of you chose real estate or right. mortgage or, or title right out of the shoots?" And, and, and it was a big goose egg. Right. So right. seldom do you find somebody that comes out as 18, 19 years old and says, mm-hmm. "This is my career." So right. it's, you get all these personalities and people in a room, and, and uh, you know, they bring a, a, a neat color mm-hmm. uh, to the to the uh, to the business. But for us. We started the company in 2000, Tina, my wife, she was one that actually is that oddity. She, yeah. she stepped in the real estate title right out of the gate. She was uh, uh, kind of pulled in by a larger title company mm-hmm. in Cincinnati market yep. and uh, found a love to it and had a passion and actually looked to, to, to start mm-hmm. it in 99 and opened up in 2000. And, uh, you know, she and I have just kind of looked at it over the years and tried to take what is really kind of an attorney world and mm-hmm. really make it a, a, a relational world. Right. And us as a company, we started looking at kind of the status quo of what all the title companies out there were doing and trying to fill the gap and do something different. Yep. So for us, it was about going out and, and, and being visible, being relational, being uh, touchable, and, and being a piece of the community. So Cincinnati was really a foothold when we started out. Mm-hmm. For us, we subdivided the company about in 2010, Tina being a brilliant title mind, she took over the entire title plant. I subdivided and took over the marketing side. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the things that you see on social media or TV or on mm-hmm. radio, you may see my face. But I have to say, I have to lean back on Tina. She is she's right. the one that makes the stuff happen internally. So I can be the pretty face or, or however you want to refer to that. But yeah. She's a beautiful girl, too. But as far as the company, that's that's kind of how we segment it. Yep. So you're going to talk to her a bunch internally. Mm-hmm. You'll see me out doing presentations, working with realtor teams, working with mortgage teams, sure. and, and, and kind of uh, bringing the message to the community. For us as a company, we try to really expand. And this is something that's for everybody out there, and, and uh, it doesn't matter if you're mm-hmm. in Michigan or you're in Florida. Yeah. For us, we really try to, to, to own the Midwest. So mm-hmm. we take the 75 corridor we have offices kind of spread out down mm-hmm. 75. So if people are here and we're in Cincinnati right now, but we have a ton of clients in, in Kentucky and Indiana and yeah. Michigan. And we just opened an office in Nashville, which you guys is are all over the place. Yeah, really yeah. exciting. Another foothold we have is down in Tampa. So mm-hmm. you know, we, we've really tried to make it so that if you're buying first home in, in the Midwest or mm-hmm. in the north uh, Northeast, 
and you're buying a second home in, in the, the south, you're, right. you know, we're able to facilitate that all, the, all along the way. So another thing for realtors out there, you know, we're trying to make those connections from the north to the south as well. Mm -hmm. So if you have referral clients, we can get, yeah. you know, do, do the same. Uh, one statistic uh, we have down in the, the south is 50% of the people mm -hmm. that move south yeah. actually within two years will move back north. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, so, uh, so because of the traffic yeah. or too hot in the summer? I think it's or too hot. It? I, yeah. I think uh, they get down there and they think Florida or you're in Georgia or you're yeah. along the water. Everybody thinks that it's going to be living on the beaches. Right. And, uh, you know, you're going to go to the movies every day and you're going to eat seafood yeah. every day. And then you realize I'm the same I'm the same uh, person I was living in yeah, Ohio, right? so they end up moving back. So there are some good connections there. Yeah. So for us, that was really trying to capture that business yeah. kind of along the way. But for us, it's it's you know filling those gaps of good relationships, great service. Uh, you know, on fees, we try to keep our fees very very uh, low so that it, it just makes sense for the clients yeah. and 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 you as a as a mortgage guy or a realtor out there. Well, trying I know to do I can that. say you guys do a fantastic job. I mean, you guys will pretty much close anytime, anywhere. You don't see that from a lot of title yeah. companies. You know. We can, not that we want to do this, but we schedule them last minute sometimes. I know I had a refinance just a couple of days yep. ago. We wanted to get it in. You know, it's client had to do it at their house and, you know, emailed Tina. And you guys just always find a way to make it happen. And you that's know, that's refreshing. One of our goals, you know, we start closing at 730 in the morning. We stop closing at 1130 at night. And, yeah. and that that's you know, rare. That yeah. for us was really important yeah. is, is realtor's job doesn't start at 8 o'clock and end at 5. Right. You know, the realtors are working uh, six, mm -hmm. seven, eight, ten o'clock at night, their clients need to close. And yeah. we actually did a closing, uh, it was about three months ago, I did this one in, in Westchester. A client had a flight issue, couldn't do it during the day, mm -hmm. and we actually did it at 12.01. So midnight, uh, we started the closing at 12.01, uh, we started signing documents. And, uh, wow. Uh, so it, we're there, and, and uh, you know, we we, we kind of put our name and, and mm -hmm. personality behind it as much as we can. Yeah, that's great. You guys do a great job. So, talk to me a little bit about you know what's um, could be a dry subject, but you know, I want the <laughs> listeners and viewers to kind of understand this because there's a lot of misinformation out there. Title insurance. You know, most yep. lenders require at least a lender's title policy. You know, owners have the option to purchase an owner's title policy to protect mm -hmm. themselves and their equity even further. There are a few lenders who don't require it at all. So, why would some Someone want to have title insurance. You know, one of the biggest things on title insurance, and, and this just keeps it very simple. It is pretty dry. Mm -hmm. It's hard to make this one exciting. Right. But it's I, I always look at it this way: you buy car insurance, mm -hmm. and yeah. car insurance protects that car for anything that happens mm -hmm. in the future. So if it gets hit by hail, you drive down the road and somebody sideswipes you. That insurance is there to protect you right. on that incident that happens in the future. Right. Title insurance is different. It's mm -hmm. actually in the rear. So when you buy an insurance policy, that is protecting you as a buyer from anything mm -hmm. happening in the past. And that, that's bizarre. You may think, well, how can something happen in the past? And I'll give you a perfect example. Is if, let, let's say somebody files a lien against a property or somebody builds a structure on the property that was over a property line. Those are issues that you would be mm -hmm. facing as a home buyer of a new property. What title insurance does is protects you against that. So we would be able to go to our, our, uh, our, our title uh, underwriters, work through a process legally to help support you through that. That's what title insurance is there for, is to protect you against what happened in the past when somebody else owned that property. So imagine if you could buy a car, you're a car guy, yeah. I'm a car guy. Right. How many times have we bought a car it was a sports car, mm -hmm. and you don't know what what happened right. to that car in the past. Sure. Somebody ragged the motor out, beat yeah. the tires up. If you could get an insurance policy that would cover it yeah. on all that stuff that happened to it, I would buy them. 
That's Absolutely. Great, great analogy. I've, yeah. not, I've not heard that one before. Yeah, I mean, you know, we both, being in this business for years, I'm sure have plenty of horror stories. You know, I had one years ago, a relative of mine purchased a, a home, actually a condo, uh, a certain builder who will go unnamed in town, didn't pay off some of the old liens, different things. So, you know, thankfully she had title insurance because mm-hmm. there was a claim there and, and it helped, helped get her out of that uh, very sticky situation. So um, she was much better off having it versus not having it. It's one of those things, you know, you, gotta, you pay the money up front, you you're glad you have it if you if you need it for yeah. sure. It's, for sure, it's always kind of looking at it hindsight. Yeah. We had one much similar. Uh, it was about a month ago. A person bought a property and uh, they got a. Uh, th- this is another piece of it. Getting a survey, uh, getting surveys on your property is critically important. That's mm-hmm. one piece that we can help you on. But they bought the property. Got a, they didn't get a survey up front and got it after the fact of the purchase and the house was actually built, it was in a subdivision, the builder actually built the house 50 feet over the property line. So half the house was yeah. actually over the property line which was a total, total disaster for yeah. that, 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 uh, that couple. But I, I saw a statistic recently that one in four properties that we do a title search on has some title defect. So if you want to roll the dice and, and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm willing to take that chance, I would even push it even higher. I think as we that that was a national uh, statistic. I saw the one in four properties, but I would even push it to probably fifty percent have really? some serious uh, yeah. uh, defect on title. Wow! So yeah, uh, you're rolling the dice if you don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. Great information. Well, thank you so much for being here today. That was uh, very informative. Yeah. As always, you guys do a great job. If you're a, a loan officer or a realtor out there, I can't say enough good things about Ken and Tina and their company, certainly. But uh, for our viewers and listeners out there, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, please do. This has been Ryan Kiefer with another edition of Intelligent Equity. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Intelligent Equity Podcast with Ryan Kiefer. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast and hit subscribe to get notification of all new episodes.